I would even go as far as what if you have a mind virus? If you're listening to this small podcast, what if it's not true? The voice is in your head. What if it was planted sometime in the past and then it has become just a recurring saying? You're listening to Entrepreneur Journeys, where I share insights and strategies based on owning and managing businesses while traveling and living on three continents. I also interview business owners about their journey, what they learned along the way, and how that can help you with your business growth. For more resources to accelerate your entrepreneur journey, head over to gapologist.com, where I share resources, events, community, and more. I'm your host, Joe Matz. Let's get started. I have with us today, Andre Hoffman, who is the doctor of self-worth at Changing Minds and Changing Lives. He helps business leaders from self-doubt to unlocking their potential, their genius, and their purpose. Welcome to the show, Andre. Joe, thanks for the invitation. I've loved being with you here for that. Yeah, I am glad to have you here. We've we've known each other. We met in some networking group, and um, it is great to finally get your time and have you on the show. Right, you got a busy schedule, and uh, you're very inspiring. Thank you. May to about Italy, and I'm going to explore that region very very soon. Oh, very. It's actually beautiful. Yeah. And today, Andre, where do you hail from? I'm locked on from Budapest, Central Europe. Yes. Oh, beautiful. In, in Hungary, beautiful. Bu- Budapest, beautiful, beautiful city. With the, the what's the name of the river? The Danube Blue? Danube. And uh, we are actually making a dream come true. We are setting out for a year adventure around Europe and possibly looking for a new place to settle. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So w- what countries have you visited so far? Well, we arrived 10 days ago. So very early question. Until 10 days ago, I lived in Australia for the last 10 years. So I'm almost a newcomer, but I'm from Hungary. So I'm just coming back to my roots. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that is so interesting. That's absolutely amazing. And uh, my gosh, I, I wish you so much great success and experiences and adventures on your journey. Well, thanks very much. It's good to be back here. We missed your own so much. I bet. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. So we do talk about journeys on this podcast, and you are on a particular journey there. But let's talk about your business journey. As the doctor of self-worth, now, how did this come to be? a great question it was for me is an escape from hungary from my dad and i felt ignored not connected well and unfortunately early on in life i must have decided i'm not good enough or i'm not worthy or i'm not lovable and that probably put me on uh into so many coping mechanisms of proving myself trying to do everything for my dad to really show love and care 
and spend time with me and nothing has worked. I've become a type A personality of riding marathons, climbing ice. I uh, became a national champion in basketball in the team and A13 and nothing has worked. And for the next 20, 25 years, which is the absolute journey through 63 countries and looking for answers and trying to find me, I have been looking for my powerful self or, or the leader inside. And, and unfortunately I didn't find it. I spent over a hundred thousand dollars on all kinds of therapies on meditation, looking for spiritual gurus, uh, but the journey started from Hungary, from Budapest, where I am now. And, uh, I felt worthless. I felt insecure. I felt not good enough. Unfortunately, when it came to picking a career, I was so disconnected from myself because these were patterns from my dad. He, he felt stressed. He was a business owner, lots of uh, fear around him and that uh, angry person. All he needed is just a tiny spark. And unfortunately, uh, I was on a similar journey and I decided I need to become an employee because for me, a business owner like my dad was the worst possible thing. And I went to work in banking and within about five years, I realized like, it's not cut out for me. I can't be going back to this place 40 years or 30 years or the next decades because people were really burnt out. And also I had my father around me still, and I said, probably I just need to get away as far as I can. So my first move was moving to Ireland, gave up my banking career, and uh, I became a factory worker in Dublin, <laughs> 2004. Wow. And yeah, that, that's, that's quite different. New country, new, totally new career or job, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately then it did not really work out the way I hoped, uh, because of the patterns of not good enough. I failed to get a job in banking, which I tried for a few months, but I've seen the Lord of the Rings in the first one. And I thought, what a wonderful place to be or a wonderful place to discover. And with my partner, we decided to travel around New Zealand. That's how New Zealand experiences started. And unfortunately she left me when we moved to New Zealand within about three months. The rejection patterns were really strong. So I was lost for probably a few years. I went almost to become suicidal riding bikes uh, to the edge, <laughs> starting paragliding. And later on, when I saw that the corporate career that I started did not really yield any results, I thought I'll just drop it and I will travel each year four months to find the answers, to travel around Asia looking for religions or spiritual masters to find out what's wrong with me. Why 
uh, I have this. Nothing is working now. Lack of happiness, fulfillment. And it, it really hard times. And I somehow, along the line, I probably started using traveling to avoid myself. Became a bit addicted to wonderful experiences, by the way. It sounds like you've seen some beautiful places, some wonderful places there. Yes. I, by, by now, yes, I did travel by continents, and uh, it, it was wonderful. And, and I believe everyone should travel because it helps to reflect and probably discover yourself. But when I came back to Hungary about 2008, then I landed in this personal development space and in network marketing. I failed on two businesses in every possible way because I still had the patterns running of nobody not. I had these insecurities inside and uh, I the normal patterns kicked in. I had one child born, the other one was on the way and I had to escape. And the, the five years we spent back here I went to events like Tony Robbins, uh, Brian Tracy, uh, T. Highbacker. I like I've done all of these wonderful courses, and they did not resolve my issues. Mm. I then decided to travel and live in Australia, and that's where we moved to. And I fell again in a similar trap. It, it sounds like you were always searching for answers outside of yourself, as if there was a magic ticket or a magic, someone could say a magic word or, or phrase that would, that would make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, and he's so insightful that I thought the answers were unsung. I was probably I was so disconnected from myself. I didn't know hmm. that that inner voice of has been shut. It was when I started to discover what happened to me, I probably shut my inner voice down or some calling inspiration or intuition. It was just too painful to be around my dad because I, I could not win. I was so angry at him for not loving me. I was angry at myself because I was stuck in this father-son dysfunctional relationship, I I have lost myself for over 30 years. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it does seem like you tried many different things from traveling to, to the courses, to the, listening to the gurus, and none of that work, did it? No, I think I was still seven or eight out of ten committed. And, and this is what I'm looking for my clients the most, always ready for transformation. I believe at times for some people, and I have to say most people, requires to have so much pain and pressure from life that they have no options left. And, and that was made about six years ago when I was working so hard. Probably I worked about 16, 17 hour days work well us to make money because I was telling myself this limiting story that now I'm a dad, I have two children, I have to work hard to pay for our lives. 
But then I started the side hustle to break out of the trap I job. And I didn't make money. Mm. It was trading that I chose. And the patterns were so strong. Self-sabotage was just keeping me in, in, the, in this loop. And there was this week when I, I worked overnight, night shifts to make more money. But I, that week, I probably had almost caused an accident. I was driving trucks at night. And it was the third night, the fourth night, where I was really sleep deprived. I was always trying to make time to connect with my children, to read, you know, bedtime stories. And uh, again, I was falling asleep. You know, sometimes crumpled on the floor to wake up in the morning to go back to work. And this event has become again a slapping competition. I, I allowed them to slap me in the face about ballastry. Huh. So it kept, they kept slapping me and it was funny for them. But for me, so that night, because my wife said, well, we could probably just divorce. Because there's not much that we have common left because you are, you're already working and you're hopeless. It was so painful to see that they've lost hope in me. Sure. They've lost hope. They became skeptical that I would ever go into change. And that, that morning I said, well, probably something must shift. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my family children, probably the life, what I'm working for. Would you like to get in front of more of your ideal clients and at the same time, build your brand and create evergreen content? Well, you can do that with podcast guesting. This very moment, you're listening to a podcast that may have been published today or three weeks ago or three years ago. In a very real sense, you're engaging with the speakers hopefully enjoying yourself and learning something new at the same time. And you're getting to know the guest and how they help their clients, their customers, and the problems that they solve. You may even be their ideal client and want to learn more about them and download one of their free resources you can find in the show notes or maybe even become a client of theirs. See, when you're a guest on a podcast, you will enjoy that same kind of engagement it is perhaps the easiest, most cost-effective way to get in front of new audiences. Learn how you can be a guest on the right podcast and engage with your ideal clients with the free resources available at gapologist.com. So was it uh, that morning, was it a very conscious decision? Almost like, like having a conversation with yourself? It was desperate. I was desperate. I was crying a lot in those times, but I didn't let them to see me. Right. Sure. Because my dad's pattern was show up strong. You can handle it on your own. Well, that wasn't the case, but I decided then that I think that time I became 10 out of 10 committed and I said, I don't care what it takes anymore. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what I need to do, but there must be another life. And within about six to eight months, I have I've done all kinds of therapies, but then I attracted a mindset specialist uh, from the NLP background. 
and working with him shifted everything. I literally slowly became, I came out of this pore. Hmm. Well, self-limiting beliefs, he almost had the keys to open these shut down doors in my, my mind and, and try and meet and become the doctor that wrote. That was about five years ago. I almost woke up from a long slumber, from a fall. And, and ever since I've been helping people doing the same, but not in 35 years. <laughs> yes, no, no, no. And what, so who would be an, an ideal client for you? How would they know that they're an ideal client for you? Well, I think, you know, Neo from the Matrix. Yes. I think those business owners, business leaders, Norway, but sometimes I even work with moms have lost themselves to motherhood, who think there's more, that there's something wrong with the world, where it seems like they are settling for less, or, or there's really in that inner inspiration that they could actually lead and inspire others, but they don't know how or what they could actually do to make that happen. When there is this negative voices in their heads that, you know, you can't do it or you are unlucky, you're not worthy. There is a variation, but then that's the sign that something is wrong because the biggest learning that I had was unfortunately these inner voices or I call them beliefs and emotions become reality. Yeah. Yeah, and if you have that self-talk and that self-belief, yeah, it's that does become the reality, and you can't. It's hard and difficult to to break out of that. Um, so, how do people find you? Do do you do marketing? Um, or what what type of outreach do you do that people find you? Yeah, I'm doing plenty. I have the Heroes podcast, and I hope I will see you there, and I will invite you now. Hashtag Dr. Word. That's probably the easiest way to find me on all social media channels like LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. But I've got one page that is being built right now. DrSouthWords.com. So you find it and it's actually not working yet. Just reach out to me on any of these social media posts for hashtag Dr. Words. And I'll have a book for you. It's just a 10 page, wonderful journey, six secrets to uncover your that word. Okay. I believe there's work to be done. Some people out there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So if someone is listening to that voice and maybe they get tired of listening to that voice and they, they begin to think, ah, man. That voice has done me no freaking good over the last decade. I need something different. So that person saying that to themselves would be a client or a potential client for you. Is that did, is that right? Did I did I yeah. nail it? Did I nail it, Andre? Value dates and I'm more or less. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like I don't know if 
this is a potential client yet because I want to make sure that I I know what they are up after what some people come to me and say oh I want you to fix my husband or wife like oh my gosh that is, that is not an ideal client <laughs> the reason why I give away a good 45 minutes to one hour to anyone who is serious because I want to know whether they're ready for transformation Transformation itself is not hard. Getting committed is hard for a lot of people. Yes. When if that commitment is in place and results are guaranteed, I don't even want to keep anyone's money if they have not broken through. Right. Right. And I think that that commitment when when someone is ready to change and they're ten, like you had mentioned before, they're ten out of ten ready to make the commitment to change, then finding help, finding someone who can help you through that process is often critical also, because it's not easy to do on your own. Um, if you've been living that script, that let's call it an incorrect script, if I, if I may, and then it's not easy to break out of that. You know, when, when I wanted to learn a different language, I couldn't do it on my, on my own. I didn't know, you know, and listening to people who spoke the language, well, that didn't really help because I had no idea what they were saying. I needed to start with the basics. And I think when you're changing that script, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andre, when, when you want to change your script and change your life, should you start with the basics? Are there the beginning steps to that? Well, I think awareness is number one. Awareness of the limitations and taking responsibility for results is where change starts. But then I would say find someone who can, who have a track record of helping others through a similar issues that you may have or the voices that you have in your head. But I have to say, there's a lot of things out there that brings temporary solution. I tend to meet people who are doing all kinds of self-care daily to maintain some level of peace. That is because they are still struggling against the deep core rooted self-sabotage. Yes. Rather than pulling it by the roots and have a wonderful clear head instead. It, it's almost as if what you described, people working on the symptoms as opposed to working on the cause. Like the person who takes three or six aspirin every day because of their headache, instead of finding the root of that headache, and getting to the root and finding the cause sometimes is, is easier with help. Yeah, I, I would even go as far as what if you have a mind virus? If you're listening to this small podcast, what if it's not true, the voice is in your head? What if it was planted sometime in the past and then it has become just the recurring state with a lot of events and now 
you have these beliefs in place and then you almost distort reality to fit into these mind wires of not good enough or I'm not worthy or I can't have what I want. Like I go on because there's so many variations of limitations. Either self-imposed or they could have come from a painful, highly emotional event from the past, normally childhood, mm. something has happened and unfortunately that has affected your psychology. Yes. Yes. You remind me of a, of a story I he heard and I don't know if it's true or not, but there's, there's a moral to the story and it's a young couple was looking to move to a new town. And so they were walking around the town. And um, they went to a park, and there was an older gentleman sitting on a bench. And they said to the man, you know, we're, we're thinking of moving here. How, how are the people in this town? And the older gentleman said, well, how were the people in the town where you came from? And the couple responded, oh, my God, they're terrible. They're spiteful. They're jealous. Uh, we just hate you know, we just hated living there and hated that ambience. We didn't like those people. And the old man said, yeah, you'll probably find about the same type of people here. Little while later, another couple comes. They're also looking at the town and thinking of moving there. And they say to the gentleman, you know, we're thinking of moving here. How do you find, you know, how are the people in this town? And he responds to them. He says, well, how are the people where you're coming from? Oh, they're amazing. We loved our neighbors. The whole community was fantastic. And the older gentleman said, well, you'll find the same type of people here. Wonderful story, Joe. <laughs> it's got everything in it about beliefs and law of attraction. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I love that story because it really does, um, it explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing didn't work for me, surprisingly, is law of attraction. Hmm. I hated this whole concept. Yeah. As I was operating in the wrong way. Yeah. Well, we're, you know, we're all on our, on our individual journey, and we're all at a certain stage in that journey. And what's going to help one person is not always going to be what another person needs. We have to find our own path. We have to find our own, our own path through this journey on this planet. And I, you know, I encourage people to take life as a journey and experience life as an adventure and be excited about what's around the corner and be excited about the impact that you can make and what you will find and how you will grow. And I do believe that you help people along that journey. Thanks very much. I probably the best concept I came up with was you may have heard about communist countries where I was born into and these five year plans. They called international five year plan. Huh. And because I was so clueless and disconnected from myself, I decided to live my life in five year terms. And that's how I pretty much changed everything because I said to myself, I don't know who I am at the time. I didn't know who I was, what I'm here for. I said, 
but it's better to experience a lot of things and hopefully find out more about myself rather than live life in a small box and end up in a job. Yes. And, you know, life is meant to be experienced. Um, you know, Andre, this, this has been a great conversation and I, I appreciate your openness and, and telling your story. And I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners cannot identify with that. Although I'm sure some of the listeners who have stayed with us this long can identify with that. And, and how can they get this 10 page, is it a, a 10 page guide that you have? Hmm. How can, how can they get access to that? Well, as I said, my webpage is just now being built for the next two, three weeks. So probably the easiest is to find me with Dr. Sap words, hashtag on any of my pages and just drop me a message. Okay. Because it's now been migrated to another page, which is not yet functioning. Okay. That, will... That's understandable. And we will have links in the show notes. So you'll find those links in the show notes or hashtag doctor of self-worth on any, almost any social media platform, the popular ones at least. Azra, thank you very much for sharing here and it's been a great conversation. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and thanks for having me as a guest. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Journeys. Remember to subscribe so you catch all the episodes and check out the show notes for any free giveaways or gifts that were mentioned during this show. Entrepreneur Journeys is brought to you by Apexable, providing the insights, tools, and transformative structures to help you reach your business summit. I'm your show host, Joe Matz, and until next time, I hope your journey is filled with breathtaking views and successful outcomes.